Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Let It Resonate with your host, Jalen Darling. As always, I intend that this episode finds you well. If not, it is a pick-me-up that you need for your week. And let's go ahead and get into our affirmation. The affirmation for this week is, I have enough trust in myself to make the right decision for myself. I have enough trust in myself to make the right decision in, for myself. Ooh tongue twister but as you guys know your affirmation ties to the episode and this is about trusting yourself this is part two of the pivot so let's start an affirmation let's start putting into our mind that I trust myself enough to make the right decisions for myself and without further ado let's go ahead and get into this episode and may it resonate with you all right so as you know this is part two of the pivot episode so if you have not put a pin in it Go listen, come right back, because as you know, these are your tips or just little reminders and how-tos for the actual topic itself. So like I said, we talked about uh, pivoting, and I want you guys to think of pivoting as something beneficial to you. A lot of us are stuck in the narrative that we have placed upon ourselves or others are placed upon us. And we're so stuck to this narrative. We're holding such a tight grip on this narrative that we become resistant to change. And I don't know about you. And I don't know if you know this. I mean, let me drop some knowledge on you, young blood. Growth requires change. Success requires change. Because if you're not successful, if you're not successful right now or as successful as you would like to be, there's going to be some change needed in your everyday life, your patterns, your mindset, whatever the case may be, to get you there. That growth you wish for, that growth you desire, that change you desire requires change. And I know it sounds weird saying the change you desire desires change. But I'm saying it because, like I said, a lot of us just rather sit. We just rather be stuck in the known suffering rather than deal with the the fear quote-unquote of the unknown i need you to let it go let's replace fear with faith one f for another f okay we have to have faith in the unknown we have to have faith that all is working out in our best and highest favor and so this episode is just little tips little reminders to help us with the pivot help us enter our pivot help us not be so resistant to pivot, allow us to be more open-minded, open arms towards the pivot, or maybe we're already in the mix of the pivot and it's a reminder to keep moving forward and not look back. First and foremost, gratitude. I want you to be grateful for what you have right now. Okay, you might be stuck at a parent's house, you might be stuck living with a crappy roommate, but nonetheless, are the lights coming on? Are you living in clean conditions? Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have a car? Is there gas in your car? Do you have money in your account? Maybe not the amount amount you want, but you have money in your account. This, that, and the other, fill in the blank. There's so much that you can be grateful for. I want gratitude first. Let's have awareness of what we are grateful for because also, in the mix of that, you realize, hmm, maybe I do like this. This works in my life. And then you're like, okay, even though I'm grateful for this, it's not really working in my life, this, that, and the other. It brings awareness, but your awareness comes from gratitude. My next tip is to try overlapping. 
Pivots are scary. Like I said from the last episode, dang, what was her name? Caitlin. I think that was her name, Caitlin. We're bringing Caitlin back. Hey, girl. So Caitlin was scared to go from nursing to interior design, right? Well, overlap it. No one asked Caitlin to quit nursing straight up, like, quit on spot as soon as you get the idea drops mic f all y'all i don't need this my man got two jobs no that's not the energy we're on but what you can do is maybe if it's able if you're able to if it's an option switch your hours maybe cut your hours just just cut out one day a week if you can or just see if you can be a little more flexible or switch to an earlier shift so that you can get off earlier and then at night, you're studying for interior design, or at night, you're already enrolled into school, or in the afternoons, you're enrolled into a course, or whatever the case may be. There's nothing wrong with overlapping. Overlapping is smart. Overlapping means you have, usually overlapping means you have something you don't want to change too much. You don't want to make it too much of an unstable situation for that, or you have people riding on your back. And when I mean people, I mean usually like the little people. I understand not just up and quitting your nursing job, even though you hate it because you have two kids to feed at home. I get it, but you can overlap. You can you can stack and overlap, and then when as one starts to come to an end or as the other one starts to pick up, then bam, just like that. And I know overlapping works because I did it the first two years of my business. I nanny full-time, and... While my business was still an idea in my head because your girl was dragging her feet, (laughs) I was nannying. I was making that income. There are some things that I did not want to snatch my stability from, like my my bills. I did not want to snatch stability from my bills on a dream. But I also knew that dream was going to come to a reality, and eventually that dream would fulfill my bills. But I overlapped. So I went from five days a week and then maybe like six. Seven to eight months in, I let my family know. I'm like, hey, are you guys okay with like four days a week? Maybe I'll extend, I'll extend my hours through the day, but four days. And luckily, I was blessed with a family that truly believed in me and still does. God bless them. I still talk to them to the day. Y'all my people. <laughs> but, they, you know, they understood. They understood like, you know, okay. They're like, oh, you're getting more clients outside the weekends. Do you need Thursdays now? Yes, please. Can I have Thursdays? Can I have my Thursday to myself? So Thursday became my main stretching day for the longest. And every other day I was nannying. And then Monday kicked in. And I was like, ooh, Thursday and Monday. This is exciting. Like two full days out the week. Going straight to my business, couldn't tell me nothing, and I was still a nanny. Couldn't tell me nothing. You couldn't. And then we got to the point, and God works everything out. Like I said, I said every day, 5011 trillion billion times a day, everything works in my best and highest favor. God is covering me. I'm surrounded by abundance. It's down to other. I'm saying it so fast because it goes that fast in my head. Nonetheless, God had it so that my little munchkin got accepted into daycare Right when I was contemplating or trying to figure out how to draft up my resignation letter as a nanny, I was like, wait, my business is so packed, it's booming so much, I'm traveling so much that I don't have the time to be a nanny anymore. And I know my business will supplement that money, supplement and add in abundance, okay? Overseeding, over overflowing abundance, right? But just so happened, I got a text and I was like, hey, this is like really hard to bring this up, but 
our our little one got accepted into daycare. And it was a very bittersweet moment because I was with them for a very long time. Y'all, nannying is not for the faint, okay? If you spend more than six months with a family, it's not for the faint. Those are your, that is your family, that's your people, you know, for the time being. And God bless them with people that I talk to outside of my nanny days. Like, I'm just your babysitter now. How's it going? I talk to you like we friends. Hello, how are you? Hello, nonetheless. But God aligned that where the same week he got accepted is the same week I had to sit down and say, hey, I need to pivot my income. I need to pivot my schedule. I need to pivot my time. I need to pivot my availability for my business from nannying to more to tranquil mobility. And that pivot was scary. Even though I knew I had a wait list of clients, I knew I had a wait list that sh- that says, yeah, you don't need to do nothing else. Like this is going to cover your bills and some. You're going to be able to spend, save, and invest money how you please with the way you're looking right now. There was still a little fear, like, oh, but sometimes clients aren't, you know, they're, you know, they're not reliable, and da da da. What if it changes? And, and I'm whispering it because that's exactly how the little whispers in our head be. And I just said, mm, nah, I'm gonna have faith because God wouldn't put me in this position. He wouldn't show me this. He wouldn't show me these coins if He didn't want me to trust that He could bring more. Okay. And it took a while to get to this mindset, but. That is a clear example of sitting in your known suffering. And I wasn't suffering, but I can make more money, you know, sitting in your known suffering because you're afraid of the unknown. I was afraid of what taking out the stability, the security of knowing getting paid because I show up to this shift versus doing it on my own. And it is the best pivot I ever took in my entire life. You know, as a, my one friend says that she purposely does not use correct grammar around me so that I correct her. So she like, girl, it's the best thing I ever took in my life. Girl, I done took in the best idea in my life. I done took in the best route in life, okay? I need you to start tooking, tooking, taking, took, take, titty tat tat, rat a tat, skitty dat that the right step okay don't be afraid to tip pivot and don't be afraid to overlap because my overlapping led to my pivot my overlapping was a ease into my pivot it wasn't a boom bump this i'm gonna just live off the land and then boom i'm gonna hit it because sometimes it does come in baby steps and you don't want to (laughs) be living off the land until all your baby steps accumulate into one big step that takes you off the land you know My next tip is going to be remember that you attract a new audience with your pivot. So this is, again, your girl imagination cap. Love the scenarios. We're all content creators today, all right? I.e., I really am, but we're all content creators. And your content is known for being like maybe you were moving and your content like blew up you went viral for all your moving stuff you're moving hacks your amazon finds this that you know decor home tiktok all that stuff right but you got a message you got a jones in your bones about art you got a jones in your bones about skating you got a jones in your bones about mental health you got a Jones in your bones and you got to get it off your chest, honey. But you get the most views from your house stuff and your interior stuff. Like, baby, your house is furnished and interiorized and everything else. <laughs> All right. Would you, you hold off content till you buy another house or get another apartment? Mm, no. Um, 
and you're, it's kind of like, wait, do I want to switch because like my TikTok or my Instagram or my platform is set up as this like everybody knows this as I'm the home finds girly I'm the home decor girly like does everybody do I want that and you're like my audience is gay off that your audience you will find your people you will find your tribe as you step into new places and I can actually vouch for this on social media as well because for me my my TikTok is strictly aerial and it does get, even though I love Ariel, like your girl is pursuing a full-time aerialist career, it gets exhausted only being known as the Ariel girly, the girl that swing for the ropes, because I also have a podcast, and I'm also a stretch and mobility specialist, and I'm also just an amazing human being all the way around through and through. Yep. Light flex. <laughs> no, just kidding. But... I want to share these other things and part of me was like oh no I can't show my podcast stuff because people only resonate with like the aerial stuff and that's what I'm known for but now as I continue to post like mobility stuff and podcasts and aerial and just life stuff I'm getting like the most authentic audience the truest version of my audience and it still consists of aerial people but it consists of people who can relate to me being a big sister with a huge age age gap my brother my brother's just not going to high school so I get people that's like oh my god it was just me like that I thought it was just me just down the other I get people that resonate and be like oh my goodness like I wanted to start a podcast any tips I get people that resonate oh my goodness the the girlies are eating up the mobility work oh my goodness I wanted to work on this and so now I'm getting people just everyday people that are more aligned with my most authentic self because I'm not only showing one dimension of myself and I want you to remember that when you go through a pivot don't go into this pivot thinking you're gonna take an audience with you you're gonna take some yes maybe 50 percent and then the other 50 percent is gonna come you're gonna attract them in the midst of your pivot you're gonna attract them in the midst of your new algorithm and that's what I want you to think of it as. When you when you said, oh, well, let's stick with our girl day. I keep forgetting her name, Caitlin. When Caitlin said she wanted to be an interior and design, interior designer, architect, whatever case may be, you know, her algorithm was straight nursing stuff. Her lifestyle aligned with nur- nursing. And she doesn't know any interior designers and this, that, and the other. And here she is now living in Texas, surrounded by interior design girlies. Her TikTok and her Instagram algorithm show her cool places to find good uh, furniture and things like that. It came with the pivot. So I don't want you to think about figuring or get stuck in your pivot or halt the journey of the pivot because you're trying to figure out how you're going to bring everybody with you. Everybody's not gonna meant to come with you. Everybody, as my grandpa always tell me, he's like, seasons and reasons. Everybody's in your life for a season and a reason. Some seasons are short. Some reasons are not the greatest. Some seasons are longer. Some reasons are the most beautiful reasons ever in life. But your audience, seasons, seasons and reasons. Just like you had a season and now you're pivoting into a new one, you're going to get a new audience. You're going to get a more genuine audience that resonates with your most authentic self in this moment. So don't, like I said, don't be afraid of, oh, do I want to show up as this new version of me? Um, Everybody knows me like this. Everybody knows me as a nurse. Everybody knows me to be this person. Everybody knows me in this relationship. Everybody knows me like this. Everybody knows me to be this way. And then it's like, oh my goodness, now what audience am I going to have? Your most authentic self. See, number one is you. 
Actually, number one is God. Then seat number two is you. And then every and then you're going to see everybody else start to trickle in. Like, ooh, this is a good show we got going on. Like, this is entertaining. This is gold. We love this. And then there you are, the star of the show with new and old audience members. And we love to see it. My next tip to you is identify your transferable skills. Identify your, your transferable skills. My mother gave me inspiration for this one because my mom taught in the school system for years, years, 20-something years, right? And now she's a real estate agent. She's that girl, okay? She's that girl in real estate. She sure is. And one person could be like, hey, like, how do you, like, you just really started over. You kind of aren't starting over. You might start from, you might think you're starting at 0%, but really you started at 30% because of your transferable skills. You might have been a teacher, but now you know how to speak and you know the proper way to write papers and to write up offers and to write up this. And I don't know the to write words for real estate so you know this counter offer and your deals and your this and talk to inspectors you know how to do that because you was a teacher you was an educator so you know how to come correct in the meeting you you have a good voice and you have a good uh what's it called not media presence either way you know how to talk to people because you were a teacher all you did was sit in a room and talk to people all the time. And if, you know, teachers get promotions, then you was helping, you became an instructional coach and then you were helping teachers become better teachers. You are, you can deal with the most difficult of people because you're a teacher. You know how to pinpoint if someone's auditory, visual, of touch, you know, type of learner or things like that. You have interpersonal skills. It's sounding real transferable to me being a real estate agent. So look for your transferable skills, whatever it may be. You really may not be starting from ground zero if you sit down and say, wait, I could use this to you in this series. I could, wait, this, I've been doing this all my life and this is going to help me because that's what happened with me. My transferable skills, I really felt like I didn't have any life skills. All I knew how to do was work with the body and help you with your children. Let me tell you something, being a nanny, there are so many transferable skills that I didn't realize until people like tell me like, where did you learn this? And how did you get this? I'm like, I don't know. I just do it when I'm a nanny. I just have this thought process when I'm a nanny and things like that. And it transfers over. Every job I've ever had has transferred over to my business in some way, uh, some way, shape or form. Whether it's things I learned, I don't want to do this <laughs> or I do want to do this. It has trans. It's transferred over. It has shown up. It has shown up. It's transferred. It's shown up. It has been applied. And I take what I need and leave what I don't. So find the transferable skills. It makes pivoting seem a little less scary. Instead of starting from zero, you're starting from 30%, 40%. Some of y'all really started from 60%. Okay? A lot of y'all have a lot of transferable skills. You're a dancer and you taught dancing. That is some type of transferable skill. You ha you can teach group classes. You can do this. You know how to, first and foremost, teaching choreography is one of the hardest things I've ever done. I've done it once. I will never do it again. Shout out to my girly that does it. Hey, girl. Hey. It is, it is difficult, and it's a whole nother beast when you're teaching it to children. That is transferable skills. You worked with kids. I, I have a lot of transferable skills from working at after-school care for many years and damn near running the accounts, running the books, 
running things like that. Should I have been doing it at that age? You know, but they, they threw it on me. And I was learning how to balance books at 17, 18, transferable, transferable. I do not resonate with the camp counselor Jalen anymore, but that financial stuff was quite transferable, quite. I worked at a family friend's uh, shop, you know, and the things I learned for taxes and things like that, transferable. It does not align, like the actual line of work does not align with who I am and what I do now, but it's all transferable. So find your transferable skills, find the skills that will follow you into your next place, that will follow you through your pivot, that will give you some leverage and hone in on them, fine tune them, acknowledge them and be grateful for them. Because guess what? That's one less thing that you have to go and figure out in your pivot. And a lot of things that I say are transferable skills, they're not classes that people just sit down and teach you. They're life skills that you only could have learned out, out and about in the knit and grit of life. And lastly, I want you to realize that the path, uh, realize that the pivot is not about seeing what's in front of you. It is seeing beyond in front of you and more about seeing what's inside of you. So, like I said, the pivot is seeing what's inside of you, not what's in front of you. Because what's in front of you is you're just staying complacent. Your pivot is seeing what's inside of you going deeper. One thing I've learned is that the pivot is usually, yes, completely different things when you look outside of you. But when you look at within yourself, when you look inside, it's like, this is who I am at for my core. At the end of the day, you might have changed your career three times with this pivot, Nonetheless, you're still serving people. You still are helping children. You're still working in communities or whatever the case may be, whatever your passion or what's deep inside of you. So remember that this pivot is not with, about what's before you, but more so what's inside of you. And I want you to see what's inside of you. I want you to declare more and to command more of your life. A lot of us are afraid to pivot because we're afraid to declare more of our life, declare we can be that person. Declare that we can be that real estate agent from a from a student from a student from a teacher. Declare that we can be that interior designer from nursing. Declare that we can make whatever pivot seems best for our best and highest self in that moment. To see it, you have to see it. You have to declare it, and then you have to command it. Well, commanding it does not mean you're not humble. It does not mean you're on a high horse talking down to others. Commanding it is showing up for that person. And like I said, it doesn't have to be this drastic thing. You can overlap it. It might start with just one, three credit class for a couple months, maybe for two years until you have the time to take a full course load. It might be taking a couple of certifications. At the end of the day, after the end of your job that doesn't resonate with you because you still have a family to feed or you still just enjoy your lifestyle, there's nothing wrong with saying, mm, I don't want to completely hit, like throw everything up because I like the lifestyle I'm sustaining. That's fine. Just be your most genuine and authentic self when making these decisions. Like I said, see what's inside of you. Go deeper. Appreciate life. Appreciate who you are. Appreciate where you've been and where you are now. And then look within, within you and see, declare, and command more. And pivot. Just show up. Be aware. Practice awareness. 
and a good way to practice awareness, like I said, is gratitude. Try overlapping. You don't have to uproot your whole life, shit hit the fan, to and to walk into this new pivot in your life. Remember you'll attract an audience as you pivot. Remember the right people will show up. The right like-minded people will show up as you show out. And when I mean show out, that means having faith to step out in the mix of your pivot. That ha- that means having faith to step out of your known suffering. When you show out, people show up, okay? So remember that audience that you desire, you will attract them as you keep going. Start just start that was gonna be one of my tips but I didn't want to be too cliche for y'all just start and identify your transferable skills identify what you have right now to be grateful for and how it can take you to the next step and lastly like I said see what see what's inside of you first go deep within go deep see declare and command more and guys as always I hope that something from this episode resonates with you And don't forget your affirmation of the week. I have enough trust in myself to make the right decisions for myself. I completely trust I make the right decisions for myself. You know, paraphrase how you need to make sure it resonates. But at the end of the day, remember and create the affirmation that inside of you, there's trust that you are making the right decision for your best and highest self. You're making the right decisions that align with the happiest, healthiest, wealthiest, whole version of yourself. And guys, until next time, I will talk to you later.